Good morning. And welcome to Central Baptist Church. Now, two of you said good morning. The rest of you are being snobby. It's good to see each one of you here this morning. Now, if you will, let's find a place and reach over and grab you a songbook and turn to number 57, number 57 at Calvary, page number 57. Years I spent in vanity and pride, caring not my Lord was crucified, knowing not it was for me he died on Calvary. Mercy there was great and grace was free, pardon there was multiplied to me, there my burden so found liberty at Calvary. By God's word at last my sin I learned, then I trembled at the law I'd spurned, till my guilty soul imploring turned to Calvary. Mercy there was great and grace was free. And we'll just sing the first and the last stanza. I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses and the voice I
And shake hands with somebody around you there and tell them it's good to see you this morning. Well, good morning. It's good to welcome to our Sunday school hour. Good to see each of you this morning. We'll be having a baby dedication tonight. All of you got babies, bring them. <laughs> if they haven't already been dedicated. <clears throat> and I think we'll have about five this time that um, parents will be dedicating them to the Lord tonight. So, um, Plan to uh, be with us and and have a good. We'll be we'll be pr having regular service and then toward the end of the service we'll do the baby, baby dedication. So you're not going to miss anything. Um, got a fish fry coming up. Seniors fish fry on May the sixth. Boy, that's right on us, isn't it? Um, this is the last Sunday of April, and uh, next week we'll be starting a brand new month, month of May. And here we are almost in May, and it's still cool weather. <laughs> I, I love, this is, this is one of the reasons I love Florida, <laughs> the weather. I kidding, kidding Andrea about it. She, she said she's still hot. But I think something's wrong with her, don't you? I think she needs to see a doctor. <laughs> Uh, but um, the fish fries, uh, sign up for it if you haven't already, and uh, there will be a charge for that. We're we're um, we're having to buy the fish. We used to back when Mike was uh, doing the uh, fishing on the side, but he uh, retired from that, and so now we have to pay for the fish. You have to buy them, <clears throat> but it's not uh, not a big price. I think I think it's like ten dollars. And um, you can't you can't get that kind of fish at Red Lobster for for even twice that. That's you you pay more than that, and they don't get as much, and it's not as good either. 
And then uh, Vacation Bible School coming up be June the 20th, uh, 21st, and 22nd, and youth camp in July. Um, some of you mentioned about what, what we do if we want to support or give partial support to somebody. Just on your envelope, just write down there, youth camp, and uh, we'll, know, we'll know what it's for. <clears throat> uh, the cost of the full camp uh, this year is what? You know, Mike, 195 as I did. Um, I I should know. You know, we've done this so, so many years, but but um, that's one of the things that kind of slips my mind. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, you can you can pay the full full price. Sometimes we have people that pay three or four for three or four, uh, or if you can just do partial. Everything everything will help. We we have a lot of the. Uh, especially the bus kids that they're not able to go unless we uh, pay their way or pay part of it anyway. We, um, several years ago, we stopped paying the entire thing, and we, but we'll pay half, and then they have to get the other half. <clears throat> and they can usually do that. So, um, but that'd be a good, uh, good project for you, good um, missions project, really, because uh, so many young people either get saved or else they surrender to the, uh, the Lord's work in youth camp. I remember one time uh, someone was asking how many uh, preachers, in a preacher's meeting, how many of you preachers surrendered to preach at youth camp? And about half of them raised their hand that it was at youth camp that they surrendered to the ministry. <clears throat> so um, so it would be a good thing for you to get involved in. And uh, I think that's Let's see it. We'll um, have our prayer uh, request here in a minute. Anybody have a birthday this past week? Anniversaries? Any anniversaries? to submit a written request if we're going to change it. <laughs> okay, here we go. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. God bless you. Happy birthday to Cody will be having um, open heart surgery tomorrow. So remember her in prayer. Put, put jot, jot a note down there for you to remember that. We don't know what time tomorrow, but uh, sometime during the day she's scheduled for open heart surgery. 
to pray for her brother. Uh, Reverend also is um, <clears throat> not doing well. He last two or three times he's been here, he could hardly hardly walk. So remember him, remember him as well. <clears throat> if you have an unspoken request this morning, raise your hand. <clears throat> All right, let's bow our heads now and look to the Lord in prayer and ask His blessings on these requests and <clears throat> pray for the offering and for our Sunday school hour uh, throughout the our area here this morning. Brother Flowers, would you lead us in prayer? We're in the book of First Corinthians, so open your Bibles there to First Corinthians chapter six. We saw in uh, chapter five where um, Paul was telling, telling them, the church, to deal with the situation that was taking place there where a man in the church, a member of the church there, was living with his stepmother. And, um, and, and so they did it. I mentioned, I mentioned there uh, the steps to take in this matter. A lot of people are confused about confession and you know and and when when there's sin and and how you go about uh, taking care of that and um, I don't think I've ever had as many people say you know I had never heard that before but um, if if um, if it's a, if it's a sin a personal personal sin something that you have done nobody else knows about it and your wife or nobody your husband 
uh, just between you and God. God knows about it. You know about it. But um, then, then all you need to do is confess it to God. With any 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 time, confess. First of all, you confess it to God. But then, if it's an individual involved, then you go to that individual. And, but the uh, if it's if it's a sin against a brother, Matthew 18 tells us that uh, if it you know if you've offended somebody, that you're you're to go to them privately. You you go to that person, um, and you know try to get the thing made right. If if it's if it's not if it can't be made right between the individuals, then you're to take two or three witnesses with you. And um, and if it still cannot be made right, then it's to be brought before the church. But if it's a, if it's a sin that that is just personal, something that is not against anybody, just something that you in your own heart and life you have done wrong, confess that to God. That's all that's, that's needed. If it if it's involves somebody, uh, then then you're to make it right with them. You don't have to tell the whole church and the whole world. But now, if it's a case like, like they were dealing with here in, in chapter 5, where it's known, and, and uh, Paul said it was commonly reported, so it was known, the whole church, and then he went on and said that, that they were puffed up about it. They were, they were not, you know, they were, not only were they not dealing with the situation, but, but they, they were just, you know, just puffed up they were just they didn't care <clears throat> and so he said uh, the next thing then is this person needs to be voted out of the fellowship of the church if they you know if they don't repent and this thing's still going on and um, but it, it's interesting I, I don't know if I got this far far when we were dealing with this but after this was done um, when he, and he said deliver such an one unto Satan uh, because Satan is the god of this world, it just simply means you know you you turn him out of the church, and now he doesn't have that uh, umbrella protection anymore that's that's given uh, as a church member, you know, a person in the church, <clears throat> um, and so it, so it's up to the uh, the world, Satan, to deal with him. And I don't mean you know they're going to deal with him in the in the way that you know that we would. Uh, think of, but but uh, Paul even mentions, you know, that that his soul might be saved, even if his flesh was was destroyed. <clears throat> um, we do know that Satan does have the power to bring make you know bring uh, sickness on an individual. Uh, he did that with Job, and there was not a better man on the earth than Job, according to God. And uh, but yet uh, the Lord allowed him, Lord Satan, to uh, bring sickness uh, to him, and um, but in in um, the second uh, second Corinthians chapter two. Turn over there a minute. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but uh, in second Corinthians chapter two, Paul then he's. He's, this is the same church he's writing to, but it's just a second letter. And he said, uh, But I determined this with myself, that I would not come again to you in heaviness. Now, 
that's a reference back to 1 Corinthians and, and in particular the situation with this man in the church that was living with his stepmother. And when I say living, I mean, you know, you know what, what, what I mean. He said, for if I made you sorry, who is he then that maketh me glad but the same which is made sorry by me? And I wrote this same unto you, uh, lest when I came I should have sorrow from them of whom I ought to rejoice, having confidence in you all that my joy is the joy of you all. For out of much affliction and anguish of heart I wrote unto you with many tears, not that ye should be grieved, but that ye might know the love which I have more abundantly unto you. But if any have caused grief, he hath, he hath not grieved me, but in part, that I may have overcharge, that I may not overcharge you all. Sufficient to such a man is this punishment, which was inflicted of many. This is a reference back to what he was talking about here in chapter 5 of 1 Corinthians. So that contrarywise, you ought rather to forgive him and comfort him, lest perhaps such a one should be swallowed up with overmuch sorrow. Wherefore, I beseech you that ye would confirm, confirm your love toward him. For to, this and, uh, for to this and also did I write that I might know the proof of you, whether you be obedient in all things. To whom ye forgive anything, I forgive also. For I, if I forgave anything, to whom I forgave it for your sakes, forgave I it in the person of Christ. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we're not ignorant of his devices. Now what has happened here is this, after this man had been voted out of the fellowship of the church, uh, evidently he, he went through some, some pain, some there was some punishment, some discipline upon him uh, after this took place. And so now he has repented and he's coming back. He's asked for forgiveness and wants to be uh, uh, put back into the fellowship of the church. So Paul said, you ought to do this. You ought to forgive him. He's, he's asked, he's repented. He's asked, evidently uh, got rid of this woman and they were not living together anymore. And, and, um, so now he said you need to, uh, to forgive him and you know, accept him back into the fellowship. Now in the, uh, in the first part of chapter 6, um, we, here it deals with this matter of going to court against each other. Now this is within the church. This is among brethren. And, uh, and Paul says here that, that a brother in Christ, a person, another member of the church, say, for instance, here's two men in the church, and, um, and the, for some reason, uh, this fellow sues, sues this guy. Um, I, I remember one time when we were still in Orlando, there was a lady that had, she'd driven to church. There was another lady that, that was there. They knew each other. But uh, something happened when the church service was over. The one lady's car wouldn't crank, so the other lady said, I, "Well, I'll drive you home, and you know, and then uh, your husband, you know, then can uh, go and come back and do whatever needs to be done to the car." But on the way to driving her home, uh, she, she had an accident, and this lady was thrown into the windshield of the car, and it kind of cut her up some. 
And so uh, over, over a period of time, what happened is this, this woman that was injured in the, in the car, she sued this, this other lady. And um, that's not, the, the Bible says you're not, supposed to, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to sue another person in the church.